1: life culture podcast this is eddie
0: what's up everyone this is miguel and we are so thankful that you are tuned in for another episode of the god life culture podcast we want you right now to take a moment to hit that subscribe button wherever you are listening to us whether it's on apple spotify if you're watching us on youtube make sure you click that subscribe button Comment, like, share, do all of the things. Welcome back to a brand new episode. We have a lot of things you want to get into today, yes. right? Um, you know, all is good over here. The weather is nice. <laughs> Summer is approaching. And, um, you know, all of those good things definitely just you know lift everyone's moods it makes yes, you know true. everyone's day just better when the weather is better when yes. the sun is out longer and um, you know we're excited to get into today's conversation
1: yeah I think today's conversation is an interesting one um you know we'll be getting into uh subject matter later on in this episode that I think a lot of people could relate to in one moment or another um, and their experience with it may be different also depending um, on their situation but before we get to that we've been trying out this new thing um, which it's called the... V- music
0: feature of the week where we just highlight and spotlight uh, brand new artists or just you know collaborations, new music that is out that we think you should be aware of. So Eddie let us know about the music feature for this week.
1: Yes, so everyone um, should be familiar with Alex Campos and then last year we had one of our guests, Angie Rose who was here, a Latina from the Bronx that was killing it with her, um, the music that she had released and all of that and now they have a collaboration called agua they also have a music video called agua as well um which is a really cool take on a bible story yeah and i'm gonna leave it at that i want you guys to you know check out the music as always we ask you know we have these music features um it's because we think the music is great if there's a music video we think it's great also uh but it's also because we like to encourage you guys to go out there and support the artist. Um, so I want you to look at the music video. I want you to take it in observe it halfway through it, it is kind of gonna it's gonna make it a little bit clear what's it about but you know what's your take on that what do you think about the music video you thought it was hot you thought it was interesting you thought like oh man i never thought about it that way um, but always support 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 so make sure you go out and you look at agua by alex campos and angie rose and we also have a different music feature for today miguel which one is that one
0: yeah so Torrin wells has released another song from his upcoming album Um, His album is called Joy in the Morning. It's coming out June 10th. But he has released a song called Come Home. And he writes in the caption on social media, this song is an important reminder that no matter how far you've been or felt, no matter the doubts and questions you have on faith or spirituality, there is a God who loves you and is waiting for you for you. Yes. I love the song. I love the vibe of the song. Um, I think it's a great song for those individuals who may be struggling with their faith, with uh, trusting and believing in God, with maybe contemplating walking away and all mm-hmm. of those different feelings that, you know, I think at one point or another we go through in this Christian walk, True. you know? So I love um, how Torn Wells kind of encapsulated all of those feelings and emotions and just, you know, put... Uh, pen to paper and definitely, you know, wrote a great song that I know a lot of people will receive comfort from. And, yes. uh, you know, just acknowledgement that, man, you know, people know, they see, they are aware. And more importantly, God knows and is aware. So definitely go and check out Tornwell's new song, new video titled Come Home from his upcoming album, Joy, In the morning.
1: Yes. Um, So now moving towards the actual topic we have on hand, I think um, the best way to like just get the conversation started is how do you feel when you go to someone for advice on a situation and what comes out of them after you spend 30 minutes pouring your heart and soul? After you cried, maybe, or you maybe like put yourself out there vulnerably uh, for them. And the only response you get from them is, all right, just pray about it. How does that make you feel?
0: I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I think that that statement alone, right, um, is thrown out a lot. And I think it would bring me to a point of feeling that this person just did not hear everything I just said. Mm or. Has no idea what to say. Yeah. And is just choosing to, you know, have a cop out moment and just kind of say, oh, just pray about it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Um, I think that this response is a popular one. And sometimes it's popular in, you know, when it's vocalized, when people Mm -hmm. say, oh, just pray about it. But other times, I think just by people's attitudes and response and reaction to what you share, sometimes gives off the. Well, there's really nothing you can do You pray about it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I think that, yes, there are moments where prayer is key. Prayer, you know, um, should be like your first response when things go wrong and left in your life. You should cry out to God. You should, you know, talk to him and have a consistent prayer life. But I think that if we put a period there, Mm -hmm. right, that's where it becomes a problem. Where I feel like sometimes, you know, or not sometimes, a lot of times, many times are our prayer needs to be attached to works yeah. and action and yeah. movement. You need to do something. So for someone to just categorize and sit there and soak everything in of what you just said and just tell you, just pray about it, I would question a lot about <laughs> that person, their perspective, yeah. and our connection and relationship and friendship, whatever it is.
1: Yeah, I think that it is, it is, it is a difficult thing because there is a way to say that and it hold weight that you understood what the person was telling you. Uh, but that you've come to the conclusion of I don't have the answer for you or I don't have the solution for you, but I know that if we went to prayer about this, something will happen right and i feel that when it is said or delivered in a way that is not like that and it's just in a dismissive way or just pray about it it removes the weight of importance that prayer can have in the situation and i think that the issue the reason why that happens a lot is because of the christianism or the christian lingo that we have sometimes in where we just say stuff to say it um but not really pay attention to the weight and the importance of it you know but then there are situations where you could like there there are situations where something can be done so i think in any situation where anyone goes to you for an advice or is sharing with you a tough situation that they're going through whether it be financial emotional spiritual whatever um you know prayer should always be in the conversation regardless um but then there are situations where something can be done um where it's kind of like you know what let me think about it. Like, I, I, I think there's something that we can do, but I don't have the answer at the moment. Just give me a couple of days. Like, I feel like there's a way of delivering. I don't really know how we can help you at this moment, <laughs> but let's workshop it together and let's figure it out. And I think that the real big issue is, is that when you dismiss somebody with just pray about it, you're cleaning yourself or absolving yourself from any responsibility to have to check up on that person yeah so it's kind of like well that's your problem you pray about it and you figure it out and you deal with it and you know hopefully something will come out when what the person is looking for is a shoulder to cry on or someone to feel supported by and yes praying with them is part of that thing but sometimes it takes a little bit more
0: yeah and i think a lot of times you know uh looking at a different perspective of that pray about it response i think a lot of times the individual who may say this Mm -hmm. can sometimes be in a place because i've heard this before where What they heard or what, you know, this individual just told them is a lot. Yeah. Right. A lot to take in something that maybe was unexpected. They didn't expect for something like this to come from them. Mm. Um. It's something shocking. It's something that could be triggering. Right. Yeah. So you say, just pray about it as a way because you really don't know what to say or have never experienced that. So I think a lot of times it falls in the category of because that is not my experience. Mm. I don't know what to tell you, Mm -hmm. you know, and I've learned that. Yes, that is true. People have different experiences. You won't be able to fully connect or relate to someone 100 percent, you know, because you're not in their shoes. Yeah. Even with similar situations and experiences, you're not in that person's shoes to Mm -hmm. know 100 percent what it is that they're telling you. Right. But what you can do is pull from your own experiences. Yeah. Right. So it's in the sense of, you know, we're talking about you know, feeling abandoned, mm-hmm. right, by by a parent, let's say. But for you, you feel like, well, I don't know what that is because I have a good relationship with my parents, or good, yeah. f- you know, connections with them, and you know that's not my issue, mm-hmm. but. I know what it is to be abandoned yeah. or I know what it is to be lonely because mm-hmm. there have been moments in my life where, you know, I didn't have that many friends or the mm-hmm. friends I did have, you know, um, you know, we had conflict and it didn't work out and I felt betrayed and I felt hurt. So you pull from those experiences yeah. of what it is to feel hurt and what it is to feel abandoned. Mm-hmm. And now you're kind of almost able to at least relate on the feeling of yes. the emotion. Right. Yeah, yeah. Obviously it will never be, you know that, on that level thing, or yeah. that exact thing mm. but it's a way for you to just not say well just pray about it because honestly i really don't know what to say i don't know what to how that feels. I've never <laughs> yeah. been through that. I've never you know, I've never known somebody to go yes. through that. I don't know. You know, pull from the experiences that you do know and mm. the emotions that you have felt yeah. and be that bridge that can kind of, you know, then connect with that individual. Yeah, and know? I think that
1: that's an important thing to realize that you do have a responsibility that when someone goes to you with a situation, whether or not you have the answers or the tools or the whatever, that there is a level of empathy that is felt. You know, the worst thing that someone can do is, you know, that someone came to you in a moment of vulnerability and that you made them feel like it was a waste of time. So it is quite possible. We're human. We don't know all the experiences. We don't know all the answers. We don't know all the solutions. There are times where the Holy Spirit jumps in and gives you a word and that's the word that they needed. And then there's other times where it doesn't work that way. Right. So then in those situations, then it's like you said, you kind of, Try to pull from your experiences to make sure that this person feels understood, feels heard, feels listened to, and that you're there to help them in whatever way you can help them. But I also think that when this is used because you know there, there's times that things are put on social media that starts like these debates and these controversies and these conversations um and i think that um somebody may post something like that i just pray about it and then there'll be a whole internet thread about oh that's so messed up churches need to do better and they go through like this whole big thing of like a uh, bashing but then the, the question also is where in the timeline of this conversation did this person tell you that Because it's quite possible that you've been having an ongoing conversation with someone about an issue where they've given you advice, where they've prayed for you, they've fasted, like they've done, they've gone above and beyond, but you're the one that's not getting it right. But you keep going to them about it. So I think that it's okay when it comes to a point where like, in plain English, like my dude, I've done, I've gone above and beyond to help you with this situation you seem to not be doing your part. I think you need to pray about it. <laughs> so there's, yeah. there are times where I think that there are oppor- there. It arises an opportunity where you kind of have to tell somebody, like, listen, you really need to pray about that. Like, if, there's nothing that I'm going to tell you that's going to help you because you're not even doing the legwork for it. Like, you aren't even investing in it fully the way that you should be investing in it. And you want a solution, but you're not willing to put in the work for the solution. So then you need to go pray about that because yeah. there's nothing I can do on my end.
0: Yeah, and there are things that I think merit a spiritual action. So mm-hmm. there are things that you know what, you definitely need to pray about that. Yeah, you definitely yeah. should fast and like go to church way more and read his word and definitely, right? Um so it's not kind of dismissing the idea that prayer um is not good enough, right? Mm-hmm. Or that prayer is not enough for things, right? But there are specific things in life and moments in life and seasons where prayer definitely needs to be coupled with action yes so i think a lot of times you know we place in you know certain expectations on leaders Mm -hmm. right in our life whether it's pastors or teachers or people that we look up to um where we may go to them and may get a similar response like this right Mm. And that opens up a whole different perspective and conversation, right? Because if this is what your leader is giving you and Mm. this is the first conversation you've had and you're pouring out, just things that you probably never said to anyone and you're getting personal and you know you really yeah. desire help and and you you're going to this person that you think can help you and at least give you some advice and wise counsel and their response is simply pray about it mm. and they don't give you any practical tips they don't give you anything that you can actually do mm. and they just leave it at that i understand you should definitely feel a certain type, a of, certain way. type of way yeah. right but then like you said there are moments where A lot of conversations have happened. Mm -hmm. We've met so many times. Mm -hmm. I've spoken to you about things. I've told you things and certain things I said to do or try to do you haven't done or I see that you're not really putting your part. Right. So then there does come a point where you have to almost as a leader wash Mm -hmm. your hands of that situation, say, I've done all I can. Now this is up to you. And I feel like a lot of people who go the route when saying this phrase and talking about it. Right. They come from a negative perspective Um, unfortunately it can be the perspective of individuals who have gone through a situation like Mm. that, where they may not have done everything they should have done, could have done. They probably did not do what, you know, or taken the advice the way they should have and they didn't see results and they were just told at the end, well, then you need to pray about this situation. Mm. Right. Um, And yes, you do. But at the same time, there needs to be steps and action that you take. Have you listened to the advice? Mm -hmm. Have you done some of those practical steps? You know what I mean? Have you tried to get out of this situation? And a lot of times we place expectations on leaders or on people to give us All of the solutions. Tell me exactly what I need to do. Mm -hmm. Tell me where I should go. Who do I need to talk to? How do I handle this? What do I tell them? What do I say to him? What do I say to her? What do I do? (laughs) And there are times where maybe your leader can tell you and give you specifics and let you know, listen, if I were in this situation, you know, this is the route I would take. But Mm -hmm. then there were things that they can give you some advice and some Mm -hmm. counsel, but the decision is up to you Mm -hmm. and you really, you Have to make that decision and pray about it yourself. Yeah. And I think when we place those false
1: expectations
0: on leaders to give us
1: answers, Mm -hmm. it could be a problem. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was like, I think that we as a church in general um, have been really good at laying down a foundation uh, to people in the church, for example, to go to their leaders for anything. Like if you have an issue, if you're going through something, go to your leader, go to your leader, go to your pastor, go to your this, go to your that, because they'll help you. They'll help you, Um, which it is true. They are there to help you. But I think there is a elevated or crazy expectation that is put on leaders to have the answers for everything yeah. they will not have the answers for everything and i think that when you find yourself in a predicament where you're going to a leader for help or you're going to a friend or anybody for help and you're expecting them to have the answer for you and they don't you're then walking out of that conversation feeling a certain type of way whether it's disillusion whether it's hurt whether it's let down but it's a like you put an expectation on a human to have an answer for something that you're going through when they're human themselves and may have never even experienced that, well, maybe you're banking on the fact, oh, yeah, but they're a leader. They're supposed to be super connected. So they have a lifeline to God and they can just call him and be like, yo, God, so and so is going through something. Why well, you want me to tell them? It doesn't work that way. <laughs> you know, yeah. so then it's kind of like when they find themselves in that situation, instead of them having a realization like, you know what? Like, yeah, I get it. Like, they're not going to have the answer. They're human. You know, they go through their own stuff, too. And maybe it's something that's a new experience for them. It's not relatable. Instead of them coming to the, realiza- to the realization of they're human in a good way, they come to a realization that they're human in a negative light. And that's where they get bitter. And that's when they start talking about their leaders. or That's when they start talking about churches and stuff like that, because they're looking at them as a solution to something when re- in reality, you should be going to God about this. Yes, they're a vessel that can help you. And yes, they should guide you. And yes, they should provide support but they're not going to give you the answer to the situation so the quicker you realize that that they're not there to give you the answer but to help facilitate a way for you to get to the answer i think you'll find yourself in a better position
0: that was very good was it right that was good that was good (laughs) because i think again people want the answer and it's like you know what um I can't really give you the answer, but I can bring you there right or I can yeah. guide you yes. so you can point find you in it. the right direction I can bring at you to the right direction yeah. you know um, and I think a lot of times going along with the expectations uh part of it um our pastors a lot of our pastors and leaders mm-hmm. in general that you would go to for certain things they are some of them um not professionals mm-hmm. so in the sense of you know mental health yes they didn't Did not go to school for that. Mm. They did not. They don't have a degree in psychology. They don't have a degree in mental stuff. Anything like that. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Marriage. Mm -hmm. They may have uh, an effective marriage. They Mm -hmm. may have been married for 30, 40, 50 years. Right. Um, But they may not have the professional mm-hmm. right um i guess knowledge you can say where they're a professional licensed marriage counselor yeah. or therapist or mm-hmm. you know social worker and all these things so mm-hmm. there are moments where i feel like yes talk to your pastor talk to your leader mm-hmm. but That shouldn't be the only conversation you're having. Yes. And if you are simply depending on the pastor Mm. or the leader to help save your marriage, Mm. then I think you have, you know, this illusion, like you say, that that's what it's going to be. I feel like that is the start. Mm. Now it's like, okay, we've we've spoken to like the spiritual leader Mm. and advisor in our life, the person that does pray for us Mm -hmm. because that is a part of a pastor and leader's job to pray right but it's like what else are we going to do now Mm -hmm. there are christian counselors christian therapists there are people that you can see research that you can do on your own right like you know listening to other people's stories Mm -hmm. and researching and seeing other people have gone through similar things Mm -hmm. right obviously having a biblical worldview and all of those things but knowing that there is work you have to do yeah and a lot of times when we speak on the church negatively or with bitter bitterness and resentment. And we speak on these issues and we talk about the times where we were just told to pray, Mm -hmm. you know, even if you were told to pray and that was it, and you poured your heart out and your soul and you said all of the things and you were just given the response, well, you just need to pray about it and, Mm -hmm. and ask the Lord. Even if that was the response, if you were that desperate and if you were that in, in such a place of, you know, um, worry and concern and in need of help and mm-hmm. a word and something, then if that didn't work, you would have went somewhere else. You would have went gone to else. right yeah. to a different fountain, a different well, a different person to help you, to give you insight, mm-hmm. wisdom, counsel, all those things. And I think it's so easy you know, in those moments to receive the negative response, right, that response we didn't like mm. and then just stay stuck because we received the response that we weren't expecting or that we didn't want. Even yes. if um, they're wrong and you're right, right, in the sense of, Man, like they were kind of messed up and just Mm. brushed me off, even if it was done negatively and it was wrong. Mm. That still isn't enough for you
1: to just sit and stay stuck in your situation. Do something. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And I think that we find a lot of people that do that where, you know, they went to one person, whatever the leader for the cleaning ministry. And they went to that person for advice and the person didn't give them the advice that they thought they should have received or necessarily wanted to hear. So all of a sudden they're done. Like, oh, I tried. I spoke to a person that was supposed to help me. They didn't help me. There's nothing else I can do. I'm just going to sit here in my mess. And it's kind of like that's a cop-out. You're using that as a scapegoat because you really don't want to do the work. Because the reality of the situation is whether you find yourself in a financial situation, in a mental situation, a spiritual situation, um, whatever, emotional situation, you have to put in work to get yourself to a better place. Yes, the leader, your friend, whoever, can be there to help you and guide you, but at the end of the day, you are the one that has to put in the work. And if you're not willing to put in the work, it doesn't matter if the person gave you a 10 step program on how to get out of it. You're not doing the program. So, you know, you have to be willing to understand that I reached out to somebody. Maybe they didn't give you the whole answer, but they gave you a piece of the puzzle. So now you have to go and be like, okay, how can I apply that piece of the puzzle? Maybe I can find something else somewhere else. And you start putting the pieces together because unfortunately in this life, it doesn't, no matter even if you serve the Lord, it doesn't work where there is a one-way solution for everything. Yeah. For everybody is different. Me and you could be going through the exact same thing. The solution for me is going to be completely different than the solution for you. Because we're two totally different people. with two totally different personalities. We think differently. like That's just the way that it is. But if I went through something, me and you went through something similar, and I went through it and I surpassed it and I came out to the other side all glorious and all that other (laughs) stuff uh, or whatever, there's something in that journey that I can give you that may help you along your way, but it may not necessarily be the answer.
0: Yeah. And that's exactly what I was going to say. The fact that we want all the steps, we want everything told to us. Right. But it's like, again, it's going to be different for you. Yeah. You know, I can give you the 10 steps that worked for me or I can give you the 10 steps that work for this person. But your journey and your process is going to be way different. Yes. You know, and having to learn that and be accepting of the fact that you can get the exact recipe, you can get the exact steps, but. Your journey and how you go through things and what happens in your life is different based on character, personalities, based on where you live and Mm. your job, based on your home, your family. Do you have kids? Do you not? Are you single? Are you married? Right? There's so many different factors that will affect the situation where everyone's story is so different and everyone's journey is different, you know? But when we look at this word, Um, Or this phrase. Right. Just pray about it again. It's one of those things where it's hard because I never want to come across as dismissive of the power of prayer. Right. Um, Because I think it can come across that way sometimes, if not explained or given its context. Right. Prayer is powerful. Right. There are moments where you really need to pray about it and actually not talk to anyone else about it, Mm. you know, because then we look at the other extreme of individuals who go around sharing and (laughs) oversharing to everybody. Yeah. Right. Making the situation worse. Mm. Okay. And then they're not praying about it. And actually no one is telling them to pray about it. Yes. You know, and they're just kind of like listening and soaking it in and then come to find out there are a lot of people that know of your situation through your word of mouth, but also. through their, their word of mouth. Of mouth yeah, yeah. Right. Um, so it's the idea that you just have to be careful with the things that you share, how you come across with the delivery of you know, of sharing this information. And then if you are the person listening, and if the response really is, I really just think like this is something God can help you in mm-hmm. and only Him, how do you say, just pray about it, mm-hmm. right? In the most polite way possible and in the most Honest way, Mm -hmm. I think if someone were to give the response, just pray about it, and if it was said honestly, and if it was said with you know just that vulnerability and transparency of like, listen, this really is what I think you need to be doing, Mm. I think that person will feel it, you know, and they'll know. So, I think the problem lies when it's done in a way like we've been talking, where it's dismissive and where it's you know. I really have my own stuff going on right now. I really can't sit to try to like figure out your life and get yourself together. So you're just gonna have yeah. to pray about it. But I
1: think it, it's more a uh, it's more about like I said, the other person being supportive. Yeah. So if the solution is, well, you just gotta pray about it. So that it's not just pray about it. It's like you know what I think we should pray about it. Yeah. So you know what, let's take the next three days, and you know what, we'll fast together. Or the next three days, um, we'll you know you'll text me. I'm up. Let's pray. Like you know, there's ways to do it where the person is. And feel like they're doing it alone, and or make you know sure
0: what? you show up. So, like when you say, "like yes. Let's pray and fast the next three days," that individual should be there with you, yes. right? Like the individual that's asking with the problem, with yes. the problem, right? <laughs> yes. Because again, it's like this isn't me just praying for you by yes. myself. This was we that's said what together. I, that's why I
1: said you text me when you're up, right? Right? We will pray and together. and then we will pray together. Yeah, because
0: then that's the other thing where it's yeah. like you know you just want the solution you yes. want you know people to do things for you but then again mm-hmm. you're not putting in the work yourself yeah and that is you know sometimes yeah. popular. and i think
1: that's the way that it comes off supportive because like you said there are times where that's just that is the solution the solution is just pray about it so let's do it together because i'm gonna be there to support you i'm gonna be there to help you i'm gonna be there to fight with you i'm gonna be there to you know grind away and do it together we'll do it together and i think that that's received better then you just telling the person to do it on their own, because I think at the end of the day, if they're coming to you, you have to provide some form of support, however that looks. That's the support you do it. And But then I, I do also think that there are situations that are given where a person, you know, maybe going through a situation where you can actually physically provide for them, you know. So whether it is that, you know, the person's going through a financial situation, you may not have the money for it. Or whatever, but you know that if you speak to two or three of your friends, be like, listen, you know, Miguel is going through a really tough time at the moment, whatever the situation is. I just, can all of y'all just, you know, hook me up with whatever you can. I want to give him a special offering. Or you know what? I want to do him a compra. We say compra. How you say that in English? Um, a, a shop food for shopping. Food. Yeah. Food shopping. <laughs> I want to do a compra for them because they're going through a really tough time. Let's, you know, whatever. You can do that on your own or you can get two or three people that you trust and you know they're not going to go around telling their business to do that with you. So there are situations that are there's practical things that you can do, whether it's a situation like that or whatever. And then there's other situations that are a lot bigger, a lot more complex, a lot more deep, that really it's kind of like you need to go to a professional and you need to pray about it. I'm not the professional, so I'm going to help you with the part that I can, which is to pray about it.
0: Yeah. And it's funny because I think there's so many people with, you know, experiences like this, yeah. you know, and there's so many people that can relate. And so many people that at one point or another, whether it was a church leader or a friend mm-hmm. that you just, you know, again, poured your heart out and just felt like they didn't give you what you wanted or like mm-hmm. they didn't give you enough of that connection or emotion that you were expecting. Um, you know, there's so many people that have that story. And I think yeah. that you now have the choice right Mm. you have the choice to talk about it right and talk about how hurt you felt and how negative the experience was and Mm -hmm. how you know this leader this pastor this friend didn't do anything and just told me to pray about it right or you have the option to then learn and grow and know that even those people who Mm. you think will be there who you think will have the right answers who you think will have the wise thing for you to say right may sometimes not yeah and having to be okay Mm. with knowing that you know what i'm learning from that experience Mm -hmm. that I can't put all my eggs in one basket. Mm-hmm. I can't just, you know, think that because this is who this individual is, they're going to give me exactly what I needed to hear. Yes. You know, and they, even if it's their fault, you know, mm-hmm. and they didn't do they didn't handle it correctly and they were dismissive, even if it's their fault. Yeah. Knowing that, you know, how do I grow
1: from this? Yeah. But I also think another option is on the table is you can go back to that person and tell them that. Like if you went to a leader, you went to a friend, I go to you for advice on something, you give me crappy advice or you tell me just pray about it. I'm in my feelings. I walk away two days later. I'm going to come back to you. But like, you know, I came to you the other day and I just felt like you really dismissed me or I really felt like you really didn't hear what I was saying and the importance behind it. Like you it's people need to be OK with having those yeah. conversations. But this because- is friendship one oh one. one. Yes, like oh yeah, know, that's friendship this friendship one But that's you could. But what I'm what saying is do. that you could even do that with leaders yes, in your yes, church. Absolutely. Which is that if you go to a leader about something and you received a response from them that it was kind of really off, it's okay for you to go back to them. and yeah. say, Listen, you know, um, you came to me. I came to you with this, and you kind of came at me sideways. And you know, I just I just want to let you know so that if anybody else comes to you, don't treat them the way that you treated yeah. me. They, like there's a conversation he because yeah. that then helps them hopefully. If they're mature enough, that'll help them grow and be like, you know what? Snap. I really was dismissive about you in in that moment. And I really don't want to do that again. And looking at the humanness
0: of it all, right? Because you could have went to that individual Mm -hmm. and could have expected something. You didn't get it right. They said, just pray about it. It was off. It was horrible, right? You may not know what they're going through. Mm Mm-hmm. True. How many other people before you, mm-hmm. they had to talk to mm-hmm. and sit with, right? And not that we're justifying, right, or mm-hmm. making it whatever, but this is the reality, yeah. okay? You don't know what's going on in their mind, mm-hmm. what's going on in their home, what's going on with their finances, you know what I mean? So I think there's also a certain level of grace that you need to have towards people yeah. where if you have that conversation the first time around and that's the response you get, go back, mm-hmm. you know? and and again like you said express this is how it felt when you said that you know was that your intention was that is Mm -hmm. you know and see what now that conversation is like Mm -hmm. if you're getting it's like the same vibe and same thing then okay there are things you you may have to accept move on go seek help and advice and help counsel somewhere else yes but if you generally see you know i am so sorry that day this that and the third happened Mm -hmm. you know what this is what was happening with it right you just don't know what's going on yeah you know and i think again it's so easy you know for members and people who go to churches to target leaders Mm. you know what i mean um not just the pastors leaders in general right um because of their delivery on certain things or they didn't get what they wanted or the response they wanted or thought not thinking about their own situations and their own struggles and their own needs, you know, and how many people are going to them. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a lot, you know, it's a lot lot. to think about. There are a lot of different factors that affect that situation.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, at the end of the day, prayer is always key to everything and it should always be part of the solution you're giving to someone who's going through something. But we do ask for a little bit more humanity in those situations uh, where you make sure that the person feels heard, feels understood, feels supported, feels loved. um, Because even if you don't have the solution for it, you know, the point is that you're trying to help them get there. So, yeah. So again, if you're on
0: the receiving end of a negative, (laughs) pray about it, you know, See what you do about that. And then you check, know? Them. Don't be don't produ- check them. Don't check them. Be productive, you yeah. know, and and be effective with what you do after that. Because yes. at the end of the day, um, if your situation is that bad mm-hmm. and you are in that desperate need, you do whatever it takes. Yeah. So if talking to a friend didn't do anything, you'll go to a family member. If talking to a family member didn't do anything, you'll go to someone in your church. If talking to someone in your church didn't do anything, you'll go to a professional. Uh, you know what I mean? Like the list goes on mm-hmm. and on and on. And I dare say that if you do all of that and still find for whatever reason that it's not working, then maybe the answer truly is this is a situation only God can help you in. Yeah. This could be a situation that really is between you and God, Mm -hmm. you know, and that is always like you know another factor in all of this yes you know we could this could be just a moment where god wants to speak to you Mm. and needs you to focus on what he's telling you and the process he's putting you through not all the time is this going to be a process that you're going through that he wants you to you know share with everybody and get advice tips three-step programs Mm -hmm. and all this stuff to try to get through it sometimes he's the one that mm-hmm. wants to show you how to get through it. He's the one that wants you to rely on him. He's the one that wants you to really trust him one hundred percent. Yes. That through your prayer life and through things that I, I I trust and am confident that he will reveal and show and teach you mm-hmm. what else to do on top of that and give you wisdom on who to call and where to go and what job to apply for and who to connect with. You know what I mean? Like yeah. can only really come through your prayer life and your connection with him so again um to wrap this up you know prayer should definitely you know be that first response but there are moments where you got to do something else you got to put some action and if you're telling somebody to just pray about it make sure you're delivering it correctly (laughs) you're not copping out you're not trying to escape a conversation you're not trying to be dismissive um because again we don't know how Our reactions and our deliveries truly affect people.
1: Yeah, very true. And if you feel like you don't have the answers, you can always be clear with them. But like, I have no idea. But you know what? Maybe, maybe, you know, this other leader can or this other person. I know this person has gone through a similar experience. You know, maybe they can help you out. There's always ways to navigate conversations um, that doesn't make the person feel like you left them out, you know. to to hang out to dry. Um, So thank you once again for tuning in to the latest episode of the God Life Culture Podcast. As always, you can reach us on our socials. Yes, follow
0: us on Facebook and Instagram at God Life Culture Podcast. You can subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. If you're watching us on YouTube, continue to like, Mm -hmm. share, comment, subscribe. Um, You know, definitely help spread the word about our podcast. And we um you know just pray that our conversations are encouraging motivating uplifting and that you leave um better than when you first started listening (laughs) yes
1: so with all that we just want to say just pray about it no imagine (laughs) (laughs) thank you once again for tuning in to the latest episode of the god life culture podcast that's god God life Culture. culture until next time see ya bye